Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am Nicole Hub, your host, and I'm so grateful and glad to have you here with me for another week. How are you doing? Well, I hope I am doing okay. I had a tooth pull earlier this week, so if I sound a little funny, that is why, but I still wanted to come to you all um, with a fresh new episode this week. So bear with me and I will promise to keep it as short as possible, just in case my voice is a little bit annoying. All right. Promise deal. <laughs> so today I want to talk about a topic that is kind of at the heart of what the Intentional Woman podcast is, and even for my dreams and my visions for what it will become. Um, and that is for us to build community together. And wanted to talk about my own personal journey to really becoming intentional about building community and what type of people you need in your corner that will help you to grow and thrive as we look to see and know God in every season of our lives. So today we're going to talk about three people that you need as an intentional woman. So three people every intentional woman needs in her life. And this comes from the premise of we are called to be disciples at the end of the day, we are called to be servants, to serve as Jesus did when he was here on this earth. And then when he left the earth, the commandment that he gave us and given us the Holy Spirit that will empower us to do the work that he began and that we would do the greater work. And that is to make disciples out of people who do not know him, people who come into the knowledge of Christ, that we will make disciples of him. So this idea of creating community and building community intentionally really is the crux of what Christianity is. It's the building of community, which leads to that built-in aspect of discipleship that naturally develops between those growing in community together. So we unknowingly often create community among people with who we have shared experiences, like your coworkers, who you can talk to about the nuances of the work culture and upcoming projects, your struggles, your victories, things like that. And then also church members who serve in the ministry with you, gym buddies or neighbors. All of these are kind of communities that we are thrown into, not necessarily those that we, we choose. However, they all play a part in our development and how we interact with people in that environment or how we actually see that environment. But as intentional woman, I want us to be very thoughtful and take some time to, you know, take an analysis of those people are in that are in our lives and those that we can kind of point back to that we actually chose to be in our lives and those that we understand and recognize that they bring value to our lives. And because of that, we will, you know, honor those relationships. We will cultivate those relationships and we won't, you know, be quick to jump onto the cancel culture when something isn't necessarily going right or something isn't said the right way or we become offended by someone you know loving on us a different way that we have been loved so it's important that even understanding in community and as you build relationship with people everything might not be perfect but to understand the true relationship 
that that person represents and what it is that they are bringing to your life and also vice versa, which you possibly could be bringing to their life as well. So let's get into it. So the three people every intentional woman needs in her life is a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. But for the purposes of this conversation, because we are intentional women, aka women, we're going to switch up the names a little bit. So every intentional woman needs a Paulina, you need a Barbara, and you need a Tanisha. All right? All right. And just as a disclaimer, I know that there may be um, some people that you may attribute to these roles that may be of the opposite gender. Uh, And I think that that's fine. But for the purpose of this conversation and my own beliefs and my own, um, you know, convictions around really, really digging into Titus 2 and understanding the relationship that older women and younger women have in building each other's faith, we're going to talk about women in this role. And I think that it's important to also to really cultivate good relationships with women because you know, we have so much power, we have so much strength in numbers and being in the community together. And listen, I was definitely one of those girls growing up to say, you know, what? I don't have a bunch of girlfriends or whatever. Like I hang around with the dudes. Listen, I have two brothers and mostly male cousins. Out of all my cousins, my immediate girl cousins, I have three girl cousins. Everybody else are boys. So I get it. Um, but there is a beauty there is a beauty and there is a gentleness, a femininity that is birthed out of you and that is strengthening you when you are around other women. So I would encourage you all to do that if that isn't something that you've considered in the past. So as intentional women who are seeking to see and know God in every season of our lives, it helps greatly to have these type of people in our lives to help along the journey. And a scripture reference that we'll use for this conversation today is 2 Timothy 2.2. And it says, you have heard me teaching these things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. So that is what this relationship with these three people do. It helps you to teach other people the truths that you have learned and be able to pass them on. So in essence, what that is saying is that these relationships build accountability. For every believer, there is a built-in accountability aspect when you have these meaningful and fruitful relationships with Paulina, with Barbara, and Tanisha. So let's talk about Paulina. So Paulina is someone who mentors you. There's someone who is a mentor in your life, someone who leads you, who guides you, and who directs you in the things of faith. She comes alongside you to disciple you along the road of life and faith. This is someone who has traveled further down the road of faith and life than you. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're much older than you, but it probably is someone who has walked faithfully with God long enough and far enough for you to profit from her wisdom. And this is a reflected upon experience, their study of God's word, their application of God's word, and then even how they continue to carry themselves and their desire to impart into people who are younger than them and to a younger woman who, you know, may has may looks like them they're in their younger years who reminds them of themselves so their willingness even to do that so and usually in this case though not also always exclusively like I said it before this person will be older than you but that doesn't always mean someone who is significantly older in age and physical age but someone who is older in faith who's been walking with Jesus for a long time And one thing I will say about all of these women, about your Paulina, your Barbara and your Tanisha, is that you pray and ask the Lord for discernment if you cannot readily recognize or pinpoint someone in your life who fits these descriptions. Because it's important that you know that the person that you are walking through life with, you know their role. 
you get what I'm saying? And you know where they are, what it is that they can offer, what they have experienced and given so that we're not looking and putting expectations on people that they actually can't fulfill. So it's important to to ask the Lord for discernment when you are praying about these things and you're asking him to reveal these people to you in your life or you're asking him to send them to you so that you even can recognize them, you know, when he brings them. And it isn't always, again, about the length of time that someone has necessarily been in a church or even held a position. It's very important important that we examine the fruit of a person when we are seeking out and when we are cultivating relationships with people that we're going to do life with because you can say a lot of things but where's your fruit if you are an apple tree I expect you to have some apples if you are a lemon tree I expect you to have some lemons you know so if you're orange tree you got pineapples then there's a problem you know what I'm saying so literally be intentional about asking the Lord for discernment and be you know, be picky, you know, be, um, ask questions, be cautious, you know what I'm saying? And also at the end of the day, be led by the spirit. So next we have Barbara. So Barbara is someone who is walking through similar stages of life as you. For back with better words, she is an associate. So someone who you can look at and say, you know what, I'm gonna call her because I know that she know, understands what I'm going through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you have young children or if you're a newlywed or if you're just transitioning out of college together, you guys graduated the same year or something. This is someone who is having the same life experiences as you that you can call on and that they can associate with you, associate with your experience, associate what it is that you're dealing with. And we see this in the Bible with Paul and Barnabas that, you know, in Acts chapter 13, if you read that, that is where you see that they went out together and they were doing the work of the Lord. They were starting, you know, churches and preaching Jesus um, to the Gentiles and to the Jews in these different nations. And, you know, Barbara is someone who encourages you and holds you accountable in your faith and in life. This is more or less a mutual friendship or what's called in the world of spiritual formation, a spiritual friendship. And again, that that's that relationship that we see between Paul and Barnabas as they travel and do the work of the Lord. And Barbara is a key person in in your life, especially at the beginning of your walk with Christ um, that introduces you to the Christian community or that introduces you to, you know, other people, different aspects and other areas for you to grow that you may have had blinders to because she's developing in this area or she has been curious about it. And she realizes something that has helped her. And now she's able to introduce those principles and those biblical truths to you as well. Um, And your relationship with Barbara becomes one of mutual encouragement, ministry, and accountability. And what you'll find is that over the years, you may have some people who maybe you once were was the one pouring into them and then they become a barber. They become that associate. They become that accountability partner on that level for you. So it's such a blessing and a beautiful thing to see how God develops and nurtures relationships to have them to be what they need to be and get let us get the most out of them in the different seasons of our lives. So that is your barber. And lastly, we have Tanisha. Tanisha is that young woman or lady you help guide along the road of faith and life. This is generally someone who has not traveled as far as you have in your walk with Christ. Such a woman is marked or should be by an eagerness to grow in her relationship with Christ and is humble and teachable enough 
to receive what you have shared and to interact with you on the things of faith and life. And that part is so important about that they should be marked by eagerness because so many times we can find ourselves pouring into people or giving out all to those who just aren't ready. Not saying that the person isn't spirit filled, that they don't have a calling on their life, that they um, that they don't have potential or that they don't actually need to get in line right now. But it all is about timing. And if that person isn't teachable at the moment, if their spirit isn't willing, then you are literally casting your your pearls. So you have to pray and ask the Lord to, you know, give you patience, give you wisdom in that and allow him to develop them so they can become ready. And then that you'll be ready to receive them and treat them with love and grace, you know, when they come back, when they come to you. But in the meantime, like that is a, that is very important just to recognize um, that, a Timothy, your Tanisha is someone who is eager, someone who is willing, someone who is teachable and someone who is humble enough to receive the teachings and the, and the wisdom that, that you want to give them. Um, and this relationship, um, Tanisha, is synonymous with Timothy, of course, and Timothy, who was literally like an apprentice to Paul. Paul was teaching and growing Timothy up in the faith and essentially teaching Timothy to one day be a Paul to somebody else. So if y'all haven't caught it yet, this is a full circle relationship. All of these relationships come full circle that we become this one thing to someone else that they would be empowered. They would be strengthened to become that same thing to some to another woman along the road. So this mark of Timothy should not be ignored just for the sake of having a Timothy. Again, like I said, you just don't want to have anyone that is pulling on you and and trying to get out of you everything that you have to offer. Because there are many people out there who are who wants information, but they don't have teachable spirits. So it's important to discern that and ask the Lord for wisdom, you know, when looking for someone to, to mentor and someone that will become an apprentice to you in your walk and in your faith. Because one thing that I remember hearing as a young lady, you know, when you're thinking about women that you want to pour into and those you want to mentor is like don't always just show them just your faith and have them see you in church but invite them into your home allow them to see how you are leading your home as a woman so they can see you know what it is like what to expect and what is the characters that you need to have let them be around you as you mother your children let them be around you as you are being a wife to your husband like allow them to experience that so they can learn from you in real time and be able to have tangible examples of how to to handle themselves in real life situations. I think it's the most beautiful thing um, that we can do. Imagine if you had an older college student or a young lady who was just a few years and moved out of college and was showing you how to look for an apartment, how to write a check, how to open up an account, you know, how to grocery shop, how to budget. Like those are things that we are supposed to help our Tanisha's with. Like that is what that relationship with a Tanisha is. We are really showing her the ways of life, just not in our faith, but in practical daily living. It's such a beautiful thing. And it's one of the things that for me gives me the most joy when I'm helping to develop people to become everything that I know that they have the ability to become. And it's not just with spiritual eyes, but it's also with natural eyes so that they will be able to feel equipped and be able to have real, real tangible experience and also somebody that they can look up to or somebody that they can ask general real life questions to. So that is your Tanisha. And if you hadn't noticed by now, I think that for me personally, those relationships with Tanisha's are the ones that energize me the most just on a natural level, which means that for my Barbara relationships and my Paulina relationships, those are ones that I have to be more intentional about cultivating and 
for me, the borrower relationships actually became more necessary in my life as I became a mom. I can pinpoint that experience in my life where I really needed to find people who were experiencing the same thing I was experiencing at that time, not necessarily needing, you know, someone who had children who was who were teenagers, but I needed someone who was up with me at the same time of night. Like I literally had a friend, um, Shakira, we were living uh, upstairs and downstairs from each other during the time. I remember one time texting her at like four o'clock in the morning and she was up. You get what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where, you know, you, where you realize like, okay, I need somebody who's in the trenches with me. And that is your barber. That is your girl. That is your associate. The one who can associate with you, who can feel what you're feeling, who can sympathize with you, who has empathy for what you're experiencing in that moment. Um, So that became a relationship. Those with that a relationship with the barber is one that I realized that in times past, I didn't really value or really didn't see like the power in it. Um, maybe more so like in college, like when you had like tests and like had people who were like taking the same coursework as you, like that was important as well. But definitely as a mother, I, I really began to lean on those relationships and seek out people um, intentionally that I could lean on and that I felt comfortable with sharing my experience with. And then of course for the Paulina relationships, like that's just a whole nother ball game because you have to, you, me, you know, I just worry about, you know, who can you trust? Like, cause this is someone who you're going to have to be very open and very vulnerable with. So they can really, you know, look at you and they can really see you and they can really, you know, help you to uproot those things that are causing you to find yourself in cycles. And that person is someone who is going to challenge you and call you to the mat. So, you you know, there is a, a certain level of vulnerability there. And, you know, that has been one of the relationships that. I have, you know, been very prayerful about in the Lord, you know, just recently in the last year has sent someone. So I am grateful for that. And I look forward to that relationship continuing to bloom and blossom into something beautiful that that I will not even be able to put a, a price tag on or just will be so valuable to me. So those are the three women that every intentional woman needs in her life. You need a Paulina, someone that is your mentor, someone who is going to lead you and guide you and direct you in the things of life and faith. You need a barber who is your associate, your homegirl, the one who is in the trenches with you, who is experiencing the things that you are experiencing, can associate the feelings that you're, that you're feeling. And then you need a Tanisha. This is someone who is you are mentoring, someone that is your apprentice, someone that you are pouring into on a practical and faith level that will be able to one day become a Paul to someone else. And just three quick things to know about the three women that every intentional woman needs in her life, the Barbara, the Paulina, and the Tanisha, is that these women serve as built-in accountability partners. They are help you to hold yourself accountable to the life that you say that you want to live and accountable to your service and your relationship with Christ and walking up rightly before him and living a life that displays that. And the second thing is that we were not meant to do life alone. God, in the beginning when he created Adam, He created Eve because he said it's not good for man to be alone. So God wants us to have people that we can lean on, that we can depend on, people that are here on this earth that are tangible, that we can actually touch. And also because even Jesus didn't do life by himself when he, when the Lord sent him down on the earth to work, walk the earth as a man for 33 years, he had the disciples You know, and he lived with them in community and he served with them and he did miracles with them. So we were not meant to be alone. So don't feel like you have to be alone and don't use that as an excuse to continue to walk through life by yourself. And lastly, and this is the biggest thing for me that has really 
pushed me and really has confirmed for me this like the blessing of community and having good intentional relationships. And that is so you don't feel crazy, y'all. So you just do not feel crazy because life will have you out here thinking that you are the only person experiencing what you're experiencing. Ain't nobody ever gone through it before. Ain't nobody currently dealing with it now. And ain't nobody ever going to deal with it again. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally just like a trick of the enemy to, have, to keep us silent and to keep us in our own heads and in our own worlds and not speaking out. Because he knows that when we share our testimony, it helps other people overcome i.e. it helps Tanisha, you know what I'm saying, i.e. it helps Barbara, you know what I'm saying, in her current situation and what Tanisha might currently or face in the future. So it's very important that we realize that we are not crazy, that we're not alone, and that God has put people on this earth and in our atmosphere, in our community, so that we can know that he is a very present help and that he has helped other people and that he will surely do the same for us. So, do you have a Paulina, a Barbara, and a Tanisha in your life? If you don't, there is no reason to get discouraged. Start praying about it and ask the Lord to send the right persons or person into your life. But let me be clear. Don't let your search end with prayer. Be intentional about it. If God lays a person on your heart, then ask them. You might just find that the type of relationship you had in mind was exactly what they were looking for. So let's be led of the Lord, ladies, and let's us flow and operate in the spirit of the Lord. And I know that he will give us the desires of our heart. And I know firsthand how these relationships will grow you, how they will strengthen you, how they will stretch you, how they will just cultivate the father's love in your heart. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this time of edification. We thank you for meeting us and teaching us your word and showing us, God, that we don't have to do life alone and that you didn't design for us to be alone, but that you designed for us to be in community with other women who will help us in this journey called life. So, God, we pray that if there are any bad feelings, if there is any fear, any hesitation, any doubt about whether you want us to be in community, whether you want us to love on other other women, your, your daughters, Lord Father God, that you would give us a peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding, God. And if your daughters, God, who have a desire to fellowship and to grow in relationship with other women, God, I pray that you would allow it to happen for them, God. I pray that you would give them the grace, God, and I pray that you would provide the opportunity, God, for them to connect with women, God, who have the same heart as them, who have the same mind as them, God, who seek to serve you, God, with their life and with everything that they have. God, I know this is a desire of you for your daughters, God. I know that you want us, God, to arm together in prayer, God, in life, God, in relationship, God. So I know it's going to be beautiful. I know it's going to be great. So God, give us the faith and God, give us the will to do the things that please you. So God, we give you glory and we give you honor. God, we thank you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. I love y'all. Be encouraged and send a prayer up for your girl that my mouth feels better soon so I can eat. (laughs) All right, y'all. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you are inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I could pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG or submit a prayer request at theintentionalwomanco.com. 
And until next time, remember, if we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged. <laughs>